This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you part six of my Starter's Guide for Fiction Writers Trying to Establish That All-Important Social Media Presence. So, I've talked about a lot of social media types. I mean, this is part six. You might have wondered what could possibly be next. Maybe Google Plus or LinkedIn. No, although I do cross-post my blog posts over there for people who prefer to get their social media there. Goodreads? No, although I do have a presence there as well. I'm in a couple book clubs and I mostly use it to track what I'm reading and make sure that I read at least two books a month a year. So at this point, you're probably going, um, Morgan, I think you've gone completely overboard on this social media thing. And you're probably right. Today though, Today, I'm going to be talking about videos, which you're watching me in right now, both here at YouTube and in other social medias. Um, side note, I know that I'm talking about YouTube days after the San Bruno attacks. I just wanted to put a note out that my heart goes out to those affected by the attack. So. Keeping that in mind, let's go back to social media. So YouTube is second only to Netflix in using up bandwidth on the internet, which means it's huge. What's more, videos go viral all the time. New ones, old ones, quirky ones, it's hard to know what's going to be popular. So how do you use YouTube as a writer? Well. As you probably noticed, I have a YouTube channel. Subscribe here. And um, this is basically my written blog in video format, as I tell you every episode. Um, so how do you start a YouTube channel? I like to approach a video channel like a website. You pick a theme and stick with it. You pick an update schedule and stick with it and you pick a format and stick with it. Are you noticing a trend here? Step one, before you do anything, except maybe get a YouTube account, um, check out the other writer vloggers. You have to see what's out there, see what other writers are doing, and look to see if there's a niche that you can fill or a format that you prefer for getting your information in videos. It's hard to establish quality content if you don't know what sort of options there are and what formats appeal to you. So step one, check out the links below. I'm sharing a link from The Right Life sharing the top 15 writer bloggers. So step two, after you've figured out what sort of vlog appeals to you, you gotta get equipment. The necessary equipment are a camera, a microphone, a YouTube account, and preferably some Wi-Fi to upload this thing because videos are large and you don't want to use all your data uploading one video. Equipment you can use to up your game, umbrella lights, a web camera that isn't built into your laptop, a quiet space with no 
puppies or loud dishwashers or construction outside the door. Um, a microphone, maybe even one with like pop filters or something. An interesting yet not distracting background. Make sure to clean up your trash, get rid of your dirty laundry before you turn on the camera. And maybe makeup. Even if you're not femme presenting, you can still use a little makeup to make your face a little more camera re ready. Some minimalist suggestions are foundation to even out skin tone and keep your face from shining in the camera, mascara to make your eyes pop, and maybe just a light touch of lip color to make sure that your lips are defined. Step three, filming the scary bit. First off, before you go any further, if you're just using your phone, turn it sideways, please, for the love of any god out there. I made that mistake my first time, and many of us do, and now, for all of eternity, or until I've re-recorded, I'll have those stupid black bars to my left and my right on that video. Or worse, that double blurry image thing. Who even likes that? So, when you're filming, some tips. 5 to 12 minutes is a standard video length. Um, people have short attention spans. If you have more than that, you should probably cut it into two parts, even if I don't. Um, I find five minutes, five to eight minutes is about 500 words for me, but it depends on your speaking speed, etc. Keep your video to the same format. I may have mentioned this already. And look the camera right in the eye. And try not to look like you're reading your blog post. So I usually do between two and five takes and just roll with the last take. Um, a lot of the quality vloggers you will see have done several takes and will clip them together, but they'll change the camera angle between takes so you get a feel of time passing or something. It's a format that seems to be popular, plus it allows you the ability to cut dead air time. Step four post-processing. The easiest bit of post-processing I do is to take a couple trial photos before I start my video. Wait, how is this post-processing, Morgan? The trial photos let me check the lighting, check that the umbrellas aren't in the screen, check that I don't have food stains all over me, and allows me a couple photos that I could possibly add my vlog title to. I literally open them in MS Paint, pick like impact size 48, and put the title to one side of me, boom, and roll. Yes, YouTube will give you freeze images um, as preview pictures, but they're always catching me in some weird face thing like, Whatever funny face you can think of, that is what YouTube will freeze on. I got nothing. Luckily, there's a handy upload preview and you can toss this new image with the title text on it right in there. Once you get to that stage, we're not there yet. Um, Post-processing, this is when you can cut together all those different takes from step three, maybe add some background music if you like that feel, maybe just an intro bar or two of music at the beginning. Whatever works for you.
This is your vlog, not mine. So uploading to YouTube. When I upload my videos, I like to be sure to not just hit upload. I want to click the down arrow and make sure I'm selecting schedule. Why? I don't want my video to go live at like 1 a.m. when I finish editing this thing. I want it to go up in the morning just before my blog post goes up. I don't want them to be that far off from each other. Maybe late night's a better time to post to YouTube. I don't know. I might play with it later. But um, this screen where when you dra drag and drop your video into it and it starts uploading, this is where you're going to be able to add that preview image we already talked about. So things I like to do with my videos at this stage, I like to schedule them clearly. I like to add that preview image text with the title. I like to add tags. I like to add the video to my playlist so people can subscribe to it. Um, you can have different playlists for the same channel like different themes. You could do like one for book reviews and writer tips and guitar playing and life updates and whatever else you want to do. Um, you can also add a Twitter worthy shout out. So when the post goes live, it's tweeted and people can find the link and come visit. Um, and I like to give links to my other social media in, and the original blog post in the about section just below. Things I've been testing out re recently. I recently found the default settings for uploads last week, where you can preload all those tags I was just talking about and all the repeated about information. Um, so you don't have to remember what tags you used and all your links are already there for your other social medias, whatever. So how do you figure out what tags are useful? Well, you can go to the YouTube search bar and start typing in things and see what comes back with a lot of requests. That's your SEO. Um, or you can check out another writer vlogger who vlogs about similar topics. So your topics and your tags are going to overlap. So how do you find their tags though? They're not listed. What I did, thanks to YouTube suggestions, was I went to a vlogger who has similar stuff. I made sure developer options was set in my browser settings. I hit the F12 button to view my source code. Um, I hit control F to search. I typed the word tags and I hit enter until tags showed up with a list of things that looked right. And I copy and I pasted them right into my default um, tags list. So that's a tip I just had to share. Um, and that's about it. Once you have everything straight, you click publish or schedule and you're done. Next, Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook. Wait, didn't you already talk about Instagram and Facebook? And what's the Snapchat? Well, for those of you who don't know, Snapchat lets people message each other and the message is immediately deleted after you view it. It even warns you if the other person tries to screen capture what you sent them. So how does that grow your social media presence? It doesn't persist. 
and it's not a group feed. It's a little confusing. Well, personally, I don't do this, but I know people who do. It might be more helpful for artists, but you can upload stories. These are images, text, or videos that are shown to anyone or everyone who follows you, and they stay visible for a day. If you have a following, uploading a story or three once a day or twice a week can be a good way to interact and form a more personal connection with your followers, giving them behind the scenes looks into your life. Um, Instagram also allows stories to be shared and these are promoted posts. Videos on Facebook are very highly promoted. So you're gonna get a lot more visibility than say linking a WordPress blog because seriously, Facebook dislikes WordPress almost, but not nearly, as much as it dislikes Patreon links. So, one final thing about videos, live videos. Facebook and YouTube both permit them. These intimidate me, but they're growing in popularity and are given priority viewing. If you can find a time that's good for your followers, although it doesn't matter because it'll be recorded for posterity, it's a great way to re-engage with them and use that priority viewing to get yourself showing up on their feed again, to get higher in the search algorithms, etc. Assuming, of course, you're brave enough to go live. So putting yourself out there, creating content, and recording your image, voice, and thoughts for all of posterity is intimidating. Every week, I strive to do a little better than I did the week before, or at least not worse, and that's it. No, really, that's it. The introduction to social media types, all of them, or at least a good wide spectrum of them. Um, Thank you for tuning in. If I skipped any social medias that you'd like me to talk about, feel free to ask in the comments. If there are any tips you'd like to share, feel free to reach out. I'd love to hear them. Tune in next week when I'll be talking about something other than social media.